Welcome back to Pop Chat with Kat. Today's podcast is going to be extremely special to me and close to my heart because our girl Britney Spears virtually appeared in an LA courtroom on June 23rd with her request to end the conservatorship. This is the first time we've seen Britney even address or publicly acknowledge the fact that she's extremely unhappy, for lack of better words, in this conservatorship. And we are going to go over all the details and all the events that unfolded since June 23rd. So here's what we know. Britney Spears requested this court-ordered conservatorship to be ended calling it abusive and with that she jumps right into the details of what she's been going through for the last 13 years under this conservatorship and all of this comes after the New York Times documentary which I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you already well know is called Framing Britney Spears. This came out in February 2021 and since then there's been just total heightened interest in this conservatorship. So on June 23rd, Britney Spears shows up to a Los Angeles County courthouse virtually. Now fans from all over the world were streaming and listening and watching Instagram lives just to get a piece of what was going on with the testimony that she revealed during this court hearing. And through that, there were horrifying details of the trauma that she's been going through, family turmoil she's been in. She spoke on the medication she's been prescribed, her wishes for the future and starting a family, and essentially begging and pleading with the judge to end this conservatorship. So today, let's do a deep dive into what we think is going to be coming next through this conservatorship and what we think Judge Brenda Penny, who is the judge on this case, is going to pull out of her pocket next. So in her 20-minute long phone testimony, we hear Britney Spears say that she's traumatized and called this conservatorship abusive. She also said that she was basically extorted and forced to perform and go on tour in 2018 in a Las Vegas residency. She spoke about her hiatus and the reason being was because she was put on lithium against her will. She said it was a strong drug and she felt mentally impaired and she felt drunk and she couldn't even have a conversation with her mom or dad and stated that she had six different nurses with her on a daily basis just to manage her well-being while on this medication, lithium. So what we know about lithium is that it's commonly used to treat bipolar disorder, which often causes episodes of depression and mania or irritability or undue excitement. But this is a very strong drug and it can do more harm than good if you use this drug in excess of five months time. She said her doctors in agreeance with her dad changed the medication for the first time and she really didn't want this to go down. She did not stop there. She actually criticized her entire family, including her dad and her mom, and she left little to no exception. She did not mention her sister, Jamie, but she did say that her family was busy taking interviews with the press to speak about her conservatorship when she was under a gag order and could not speak about her own situation herself. I think it's important to speak about the type of conservatorship that Brittany is in. The reason they say she is in this conservatorship is because she is cited to have 
dementia-related illness. Now, this is pretty uncommon for someone as young as Britney Spears. This specific conservatorship makes sense for older people who can't remember where they live, they don't know how to drive, and they basically have no grasp on what's going on in their day-to-day -day life, and they have somebody step in to make decisions for them. Okay, fine, that's well and good, and not all conservatorships are bad. They definitely help people who are in need. But then you have someone like Britney Spears, who's highly successful, who's been able to earn a living since the beginning of this conservatorship and employ hundreds of people along the way. So in a case like this, with this kind of conservatorship, it's very unlikely that the person who is being conserved will come into a courtroom and complain and say, this is unfair, I don't want this, I don't like the control people have over me, because they have dementia-related illness. They have no cognitive ability to articulate those kinds of thoughts. And if you listen to the testimony, you well know that Britney was completely lucid and she even explained that since 2008, since the start of this conservatorship, her entire family has lived off of this legal arrangement for 13 years. And she's basically saying they're telling lies about her openly, they're doing these press interviews, and it's time to come to an end. She ended her case by petitioning to have her father removed and this conservatorship terminated. So it was really just a matter of time before the Spears family was going to jump into action and try and defend their name after Britney laid some pretty serious allegations out on June 23rd. So here's where it gets crazy and my head starts to spin and I'm not fully shocked but at the same time it's just so disappointing. Through Britney's testimony she said that she has not been allowed to marry, she's not been allowed to get in a car with her boyfriend Sam Asghari and most disturbingly she hasn't been able to remove the IUD that's been placed in her that she wants out so she can start a family. So enter Jamie Spears, Britney's dad. Now he hears these allegations, obviously he flips out, and then he filed legal documents claiming he actually has not had any involvement in Britney's personal conservatorship, meaning making personal decisions on behalf of Britney has not been his role for nearly two years, and he even went on to say he's had no communication with her whatsoever because he's been cut off from her. So her dad passed the buck on to Jody Montgomery, who's the court-appointed, state-appointed conservator of Britney's estate and said that basically any restrictive rules that have been laid on Britney Spears is thanks to her. Now we're going in circles and we're playing the blame game and Britney's dad is basically saying if she has been restricted from marrying anyone or having a baby, it's on Jody, not him. And he even said that he was the one that consented to Britney's marriage in 2011 with Jason Trowick. But as we also know, they broke up in 2013 before they actually went ahead with the marriage. And what was kind of alarming to me was that Jamie Spears' lawyer says it's important for the integrity of this conservatorship to be investigated to the full extent of the law because he said he was concerned about the issues and claims raised by Britney at the status hearing. So I think it's interesting that Jamie Spears is now positioning himself in a place where he wants to look like the knight in shining armor. He's concerned about all the allegations in her testimony and that it's all blasphemy essentially and all of the blame he's putting on Jody Montgomery. So now that we know where he stands, I'd like to talk about some other facts. Jamie Spears wants Britney, according to court documents that were filed on March 26, 2021, to approve a $16,000 per month salary for himself as the co-conservator and an extra $2,000 to maintain an office setting. In addition to that, Britney's dad also wants her estate to pay more than $3 million in legal fees. So this is the only part that 
that gives me some hope. Now, enter Lynn Spears. According to court documents that were filed on April 19, 2021, Brittany's mom outlined an objection that argued that the $890,000 fees requested by Jamie and his attorneys are procedurally and substantially improper, given that these services were not performed in good faith and or for the benefit of Brittany. So her mom basically asked the court to review these fees and that the $224,000 used for press communications be immediately repaid to Brittany's estate. This is just so petty because the back and forth is just embarrassing and I'm not even Brittany, but of course her dad fired back at Lynn's claims 10 days later saying that Lynn has absolutely no knowledge of what is best for Brittany and she hasn't been involved this whole time. And he even further went on to say that Lynn Spears, Brittany's mom, was the one who exploited her daughter's pain or trauma for personal profit by publishing a book about her. And then, of course, he continued to pat himself on the back, describing himself as a loving, caring father, blah, 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 who has nothing to hide, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, this is as messy as it gets. And for somebody as successful as Britney Spears, here's what bothers me. You have these incredibly, enormously talented people like Britney Spears, who has worked in the Mickey Mouse Club since she was, what, eight years old? And now her success is being overshadowed by her personal drama. And that's what I really hate about these types of situations. They've given us so much and they've contributed so much to the pop music industry and have really touched so many lives through their music that it's kind of unfortunate when everybody's talking about the wrong things. And unfortunately, she has been gaslighted in such a way that people are always going to be talking about this. It's always going to be in the back of their mind when Britney Spears' name is brought up. Now, of course, I'm not privy to the intimate details of this case. I obviously have never personally evaluated her and what we are seeing is from an outside perspective with the information that we have been given. But in my humble opinion, Britney Spears' testimony was poetically articulated and tremendously heartfelt. I believed every word of what she had to say. She sounded completely lucid and had an impeccable grasp on the situation that she's in. She was able to identify the problems and offered up a solution for what she's going through as well, which is something that somebody with dementia-related illness would not be capable of doing. I also think this really highlights the concerns about a broken mental health system in this country through Britney Spears' conservatorship. This is a clear example of stigmatizing and abusing people with mental health symptoms and now we are finally talking about it. This conversation is happening because of Britney Spears, because she's a name everybody knows. But let's think about all the people that are in these situations that are being exploited that don't have her notoriety and don't have millions of people all over the world supporting them. And that's a really sad picture. Some more information about this conservatorship is that Britney's is a probate conservatorship, which like we said before, is commonly used for people with dementia and other developmental delays that prohibit the conservatee for caring for themselves. There is another type of conservatorship, according to Dr. Megan Johnson, who's a clinical psychologist. She spoke out on this topic and she said there was a different type of situation that would be better suited for Brittany, which is called an LPS conservatorship. And one of the key differences in these two very different conservatorships is that the probate conservatorship is indefinite and the LPS one has to be revisited and renewed 
each year. So why would that be, right? You think an LPS conservatorship, why would you give somebody the opportunity to get out of it every year? Well, because an LPS conservatorship is for people with mental health issues. Now, when you have mental health issues or illnesses, get treatment, you get medication, and the hope is that you respond and you recover and you're able to live a better quality of life. The probate conservatorship that she's in is basically for people with irreversible conditions that will not change even with treatment or medications. And I know we spoke before saying that conservatorships are not bad things, which they're not. They are very helpful for people who need and require such a overwhelming amount of help. But they are certainly not made for people as competent as Britney Spears. In any case, in either of these conservatorships, this Dr. Megan Johnson goes on to say that the person being conserved is much more visibly ill than Britney Spears appeared last week by her virtual testimony. These people usually can't even articulate a complete sentence and have obvious deficits in grooming, long history of homelessness, unemployment, and or incarceration. But that is not Britney Spears. She's been able to work. She's been able to earn a living. She's been able to employ people. That is just not the case for Britney. She articulated her thoughts perfectly and she fully pulled herself together. And that to me is evidence enough that these conservatorships are just not for her. I also touched on the amount of money her dad was spending from her estate and I know she did say how utterly disgusted she is that she worked her whole life and she has no control and she doesn't get to own her own money or how it's being spent. At this point, she's estimated to have a $60 million estate, but if we continue to let this go on, that number is gonna dwindle rapidly as this continues. There's been paperwork that essentially laid out the exorbitant amounts of money that Brittany has paid her team. And and on top of the fees her dad's getting paid and the doctors and the nurses and the lawyers and all the people, co-conservators that are on this estate, it's just astounding to me to see the numbers and the money that's like essentially flying out the window. Um, Andrew Wallet, he had a $426,000 a year annual salary and he was also given a $100,000 bonus after his voluntary resignation in March 2019. And two years ago, also, her dad modified the compensation of Britney's business manager, Lou Taylor, to a minimum annual fee of $500,000, which is more than double the amount that TriStar previously received. Now, TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group is the business manager he's employed through them. So the money is just flying here and it really breaks my heart to watch this family's court and drama unfold. And I listened to the testimony probably about 10 times before I just couldn't listen to it anymore. It just took me out of character. I just felt so emotionally disturbed by what she was describing and I was later further let down when the judge Brenda Penny decided to deny Britney's request to have her father removed from the conservatorship. I definitely didn't see that coming. Not that this should make a difference, but from woman to woman, I don't know how anybody with a clear conscience could listen to that testimony and then deny her request. Look this person in the eye or 
tell somebody who's crying out for help desperately that I'm not going to help you. It's not going to be me. Everything you said was essentially for nothing because I'm keeping everything status quo. And it makes you think, what's going on behind closed doors that we don't know? Because it seems that Brittany was perfectly capable of articulating everything she needed to articulate. There was no dementia in sight. Let's just say that. So yes, according to the court system, Brittany can file a petition to have her father removed from the conservatorship again, as she has done in the past. But the ultimate request was to terminate this conservatorship completely. And the breaking news was Bessemer Trust, co-conservator with Jamie Spears, resigned as co-conservator after hearing Britney's testimony on June 23rd. They said that they cannot align themselves with this conservatorship because it was unethical and they do not support the mistreatment of Britney Spears and I guess they just wanted to get away from it and good on them. I know a lot of people were saying this is a bad thing and... Britney really needed them to be her advocate, but they're setting a tone. There is a precedent now that it is unethical for them to stay involved in the situation where you have a conservatee like Britney Spears who is being clearly abused and used and extorted for financial and monetary gain for 13 years. I am so thrilled that they decided to jump ship and I really hope that that statement speaks louder than even any of her testimony, because now you have someone on the outside saying, I'm not down with this. I'm not going to get behind this. On top of the millions of fans who are behind this Free Britney movement, now we have the professionals stepping down. So this might be even better than her dad still being on this conservatorship, because like I said, it's setting a tone. So now that we got all that stuff out of the way, I wanted to bring on a friend of mine who is incredibly well-versed in everything Britney Spears and is an exceptional addition to today's podcast. So I want to get right to it. We have Mike here with us today and I am so excited to have him on this podcast. So first, I just want to welcome you to Pop Chat with Kat. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Kat. This is so exciting. I love your show and I'm super stoked to be able to talk to you about all <laughs> things Britney today because we, for you guys listening, Kat and I are are on top of this, have been on top of this since 2007. So this is like a long time coming. It really is. Like this goes back so far for us. There is no better person that I can talk to about this than you. So this is like the highlight of basically all the podcasts I've done thus far. So thank you for coming on. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I can't wait to get started. Okay, so I guess we could just jump right into it. So what we were saying before is basically this case has a lot of moving parts and things are changing by the second. So for right now, we're going to go with what we know. And I'm sure as soon as we wrap this podcast, things will change again. So we know on June 23rd, this was essentially the first time the world heard these issues coming out of Britney's mouth publicly. And basically everybody's been assuming things for so long. And then she came out and now she's putting the rumors to rest that basically everything everyone was saying, the entire free Britney movement was real, was very, very real. And she gave everyone the validations that these concerns are legit. Um, some of the things she talked about was that she really shouldn't be in a conservatorship if she can work and earn a living. She also went further to say the laws should be changed. So I just want to get your thoughts on her testimony. Absolutely. So the testimony for me personally was extremely bittersweet um, because 
you have the one side of it where we're finally getting the confirmation, right? There have been all these rumors for over a decade now that, you know, Brittany is, you know, being held captive, being forced to work. And, you know, on the flip side, we have the conservatorship team constantly telling us none of this is true. Brittany is happy. She wants to go on tour. She wants to stay busy. But it's always felt off. So finally having that confirmation from her mouth directly with the multitude of emotions that she was expressing was it was nice to finally just have that clarification. And obviously, though, the, the flip side of that is the reality of what she was saying is the truth, the worst of all of our fears. And we're like, wow, this is this is our girl. And everything we've been feeling is not only true, but it's way darker and way worse than we even imagined. So it was really upsetting for me. Like I, I multiple moments throughout the testimony where I was very upset. Um, and I listened to it, I think three times in full, just to like really get the full gravity of the situation. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's been weighing on my heart and my mind. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I, it got to a point where I like couldn't even listen to it again. Cause it was just so sad. Like we all feel like we know her and it was really tough. It like took me out of character for a couple days. I for sure. And I feel like you and I are not the only ones who felt that way. It seems to be the sentiment of a lot of people. Yeah. I know after the after the testimony leaked, Twitter was ablaze. I mean, I think they released 24 hours later that in less than 24 hours, the, the mixture of Britney Spears, Britney conservatorship and hashtag free Britney garnered over 1.2 million tweets worldwide, oh um, which is incredible. But like this is this is someone who feels to a lot of people like a friend or a distant cousin, someone we've truly seen grow up in the public eye from being a teenager to being a full fledged adult. And it's really strange because we have seen child Britney be treated as an adult and we now see adult Britney being treated like a child. It's crazy. It really is. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. And I think a lot of that she explained in her testimony. I think that was the key point, basically how she just wants her freedom and she wanted the right to appoint her own attorney, which technically I was reading some documents today when it comes to conservatorships in the state of California. Um, per the Constitution, a capacity declaration is actually not needed for a conservatee to hire their own counsel. So counsel of her own choosing is basically a right that is not dependent on the probate code for the court system in California. So that, I mean, alone was kind of a bombshell when she was like, I don't want these people on my team no sooner did Sam Ingham her long-term court-appointed attorney step down Larry Rudolph her long-term manager of like 25 years stepped down um Bessemer Trust co-conservator stepped down so there's a lot happening right now you know we know she said she wanted to select her own representation and in that statement Sam Ingham responded that he would have filed to terminate the conservatorship but this is a direct quote that she never asked him to okay so AKA he was basically withholding this information from Brittany just to keep this charade going. Now that he steps down, instead of petitioning to terminate or suggesting that Brittany hire her own attorney, he is suggesting another court-appointed attorney. My question is, what do you think is the message that this is not only sending to the court, but to Britney Spears? I have a multitude of thoughts on Sam Ingham. How do I put this politely? <laughs> Sam Ingham has been withholding information from this woman mm -hmm. for 13 years. She claimed in the testimony, I did not know that 
I was able to choose. Oh no, I did not know I was able to terminate the conservatorship. Pardon my, you know, ignorance. Right. So Sam obviously did not tell her that. Then we see some other court documents leak over the past few weeks that uh, show that Sam Ingham brought up her desire to have a child and to get married years ago in court. And in the transcript, someone in the courtroom said back to him, she's allowed to do that, but I think it's in your best interest not to inform her of that. So that paperwork is out. That is leaked. So, I mean, this is a charade, exactly like you said. No disrespect to attorneys anywhere. But at the end of the day, Ingham is a court-appointed attorney. Um, He is making half a million dollars a year off of this. That's a lot more money than he would be making off of any other type of client. So it's definitely in his pocket's best interest to keep this up as long as possible. So we all heard in the testimony that Brittany said, I want this term. I want the conservatorship terminated. Yeah. I want to choose my own counsel. Okay, this multiple times she said both of these things. Yeah. And what happened at the end of her twenty-five minute testimony when Ingham gets on the mic? He says, "I'll have to touch base with my client to see if she wants to move forward with this," <laughs> which was the immediate like question mark for me because I'm like. I don't really understand why you need to speak to her again. She made it very, very clear multiple times in this call. And in the past two weeks, he didn't file anything. Yeah. He, he he did nothing. And I think the silence speaks for itself. That followed by his resignation and then ask, or, and then um, yeah, asking for her to be, you know, given another court-appointed attorney. It just speaks for itself. There's something shady going on here. Yeah. I think we all know that. I think we all know what it is. Yeah. Um, and it, it's time for her to blow this scheme up. I read the same thing that you just mentioned that he had said last year that he doesn't believe Brittany has the capacity to file a petition to end the conservatorship or declare her own attorney, but it's just like mind boggling to me. You think she has the capacity to work and pay him and her team, but she can't make a personal statement about her own experience. It just is so like just contradictory, everything that they're saying. And obviously all these people are on board the money train. And now that we heard it out of her own mouth, I think a lot of people are jumping ship because they do not want to be involved. Obviously, this is an assumption. I'm just saying what I feel, but I think a lot of people just don't want to be involved with this going forward. Because say this does gain some traction, this is Britney's great awakening. So she's woken up, she's done her research through quarantine, she even said it, and if she does attain counsel, she is going to be countersuing the shit out of people. I mean, it's a long time coming and she has major losses to recover. There's no way these people get out of this unscathed. Larry Rudolph, Sam Ingham, Bessemer Trust, these people don't want their names synonymous with any of this drama. They still have professional careers to maintain after Britney Spears. This case is really highlighting conservatorship abuse, not just in the state of California, but all over. So I I feel like the only thing these people have done was awakened a sleeping giant. I honestly think this shit is about to hit the fan. Absolutely. Um, with that being said, it is a little too late for all of them. Yeah, but I agree Larry with you. Rudolph, you know, her manager of 25 years, I think it's really important to point out that Britney fired him multiple times circa 2004 so after in the zone that was the last album he managed her for and she fired him and then for blackout he was not her manager and we all know how the fan base and the general public feels about that album it's 
often recognized as her her greatest work. Um, the most Britney album that there is is Blackout. Yeah. Um, it's the only one in which she executive produced. And then the conservatorship happened, mm-hmm. and Jamie hired Larry back on for Circus. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly do think his work there was great on the Circus album. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you were at that tour of at course. Nassau Coliseum, the same that I was. After that, I don't know. I don't I don't know that Larry Rudolph has bringing, been bringing much to the table since Circus. And he was very quick in his resignation letter to point out, like, friendly reminder, I'm not a part of the conservatorship team. It's like, mm-hmm. well, any other manager normally resigning, I just, I, I, that part of the resignation felt a bit odd to me. It was very cover my basis. Oh, totally. You know, if he wants to work again in the business, it's so important now that this is being blown up and brought to light that no one is going to want to hire someone if they think that they're going to be taken advantage of. I'm sure in the industry, there are a lot of people that might have trust issues. And I think going forward, it might be even difficult for him to like get someone like Brittany to want to hire him because he's made some questionable decisions. And you know, I, I just don't know how at this point necessary he even is to her, like you said, to your point. At this point, I don't think he's bringing much to the table the fact that now her mom is speaking up thank god i i wanted to have hope i'm a mama's girl it was mind-boggling to me that her mom has been so quiet in this they actually it just came out today that her mom is stepping in requesting that Brittany can choose her own counsel um and we know jamie lynn spoke on instagram the other day there's I have a lot of mixed feelings on that and the timing of that but I think it's really important to actually talk about her kids because they've kind of been missing from this equation and not to say that they've been forgotten about but I mean she has two kids like has anyone checked in on them I feel like we don't hear about them so much um but until yesterday July 6th Brittany's son Jaden posts on social media that his mom is totally fine and all her fans are acting like she's being and I quote held hostage so essentially he's saying all of the fans are totally overreacting. Mom is fine. I really wanted to get your thoughts on that. I know that's a loaded question. He's young. Um, but I think it's definitely worth noting that the kids at this point are starting to get involved. For sure, for sure. So yes, both her sons are very young. They're both under 18. Um, they have been out of the conversation. Um, you know, they're doing their thing with Kevin Federline. The thing about this Jaden comment that struck me as very strange was him saying, like, everyone's blowing it out of proportion. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but, like, in 2020, like, right before the pandemic happened, I want to say, like, week one of March 2020, Jaden went rogue on Instagram Live. I remember that. Yes. And he was answering all these fan questions and he was like, oh my God, if you get me to like 5,000 followers, I'll like spill the tea on like what's going on with my mom. Right. And it's so stupid. But um, he he mentioned in there, a, a fan wrote in something like, what's going on with your mom? Is she okay? And he made a comment that was along the lines of, I'm doing my best to try to help her and get her free. Mm. which was really weird and then the next day his instagram account was completely private right before it was then shut down altogether sketchy um yep very sketchy and all his follower count like dropped this took place after they had the restraining order against jamie spears for the children so i I'm assuming that kevin federline was the one who had control of shutting it down yeah but 
But the reason I bring this point up is because he's then saying I'm trying to help her. And now we're a year and a half, two years later. And he's saying everyone's blowing up. She's totally fine. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, just even the way he spoke, though, back in that initial Instagram live, if we get me to 5,000 followers, I'll spill yeah. the tea on my mom. Uh, this is another way of using your mother. He's not doing what the rest of these crazy people are doing as as far as like money her, is concerned. Essentially. Right, but his clout is in followers. Exactly. <laughs> it's like so sad because it's like who can she trust? Um, You know, he's just a kid. And do I think he knows the capacity of what's actually going on with his mom? I'm sure she does her best like any mom to make things seem very fine and also Kevin has full custody really of those kids so it's not like he has any clue what's going on from the day to day so I don't personally put much weight on those comments I can't take it too seriously but I know like what's shocking to me is that Kevin Federline comes out smelling like a rose in this whole thing like who knew he would be dad of the year after like chaotic I was frightened and like now he's like stepping up to the plate he he really is and you know he he's done her a few solids throughout this whole saga over the past few years yeah. the thing we do need to keep in mind is i britney requested in her testimony i want to be let out of the terminate the, the terminator i want to be <laughs> left out of the conservatorship yeah. with no evaluation mm-hmm. i think if anyone is going to put their foot down about an evaluation it will be kevin federline i i, I don't think there's any world in which they'll let her out without an evaluation i mean that's yeah. just not, not possible but if she's fine she should be she should pass it with flying colors. Mm-hmm. I think, though, he is the father of the children. He has sole custody. At the end of the day, through his his lawyer, he's made it clear various times, his number one priority is the children. So if, if an evaluation is needed for those kids, then, I mean, he's got to do what he has to do. Um, Kevin Federline also makes a lot of money from this. He does. He does. I was earlier um, in the podcast, I was talking about the statistics of who makes what and her dad, Jamie Spears, makes 16000 a month and not including an extra 2000 to maintain an office space. And that's just her dad. Um, her sister is also a trustee on the estate. And this is like the immediate family like making money off of her. She even said that her family's lived off of this conservatorship. I mean, those are her words, not yep. an assumption for the last 13 years. So this is why they could be so reluctant for this to end because then they would have to figure out how to make money and, you know, work on their own terms without relying on her. You know, I thought it was surprising from day one that her dad was the one put in charge of Britney's person and it wasn't her mom. Do you think that her dad at any point was actually qualified to manage her $60 million estate? No. You didn't have to think about that. No, because (laughs) here's the thing. Jamie Spears was not in her life. Mm -hmm. He kind of came out of the shadows circa 2007 and just appeared and was like, I'm here to help my baby and I'm going to be in control of her person and her estate. And it just kind of happened. It almost felt like predator waiting to parents, whatever, Um, because he truly came out of nowhere. And it was very strange and has remained strange. That not only <laughs> was Lynn, strange. because Lynn never was even like, no one even gave two shits about Lynn in the beginning. She, yeah. she never came out and said she wanted to be the conservator. And she's been really quiet over these past 13 years. And I've gone so back and forth on her and just thinking even if she has 
any business managing this either. Yeah. I think from the beginning, it should have been a bank on the estate and a, you know, professional conservator on her person. Mm-hmm. I don't think this family should have had anything to do with it from the beginning. Lynn, though, has made it very clear, dating back 15, 20 years at this point, that, you know, her marriage and relationship to Jamie Spears was extremely abusive, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. So I think that if we're looking at this through an empathetic lens, I think Lynn is still may, may have PTSD with her husband and be afraid of him um, in some capacity. We don't know the full details on what those quote unquote abuse allegations on her end to him are. We don't know. Like, we don't know if he was hitting her. We don't know if he was yelling at her. We don't know. Yeah. So I think she's been trying to kind of stay one, one foot near the exit sign because she's afraid of the father. Yeah. He's clearly afraid of the father. Multiple people in the industry have come out over the past 13 years and said that he's, you know, difficult to work with, extremely nasty, very mean, overprotective. I don't think we ever hear a positive word associated with Jamie Spears unless it's directly coming from his legal team. And on the flip side, you hear over these past 13 years when Britney has been, quote unquote, incapacitated you hear from everyone she's extremely professional she's extremely sweet such a good mom nice lady no one ever has anything bad to say about her the only thing you ever hear is that she has a million people around her and that it's weird yeah i mean even in the free britney documentary like the few people that were genuine like felicia oh my god love her she was like they put her as like a ticket usher as soon as her dad stepped in in 2008 and this conservatorship started so i feel like the real ones who are truly there for her well-being and who genuinely care about her have been strategically removed from the picture felicia is a day one she has been with britney from the start when she first signed with jive many moons ago so the fact that she was removed she was probably one of the few that would have advocated on her behalf for her overall well-being so really that alone speaks volumes because if anybody really knows Brittany it's Felicia and her mom specifically asked Felicia to be like her assistant her person basically an extension of a mother so when she was removed it really raised an eyebrow because I'm like there's obviously something sinister going on here if you want to remove this genuine person who has really nothing to gain Felicia is a simple person from Kenwood, Louisiana. Like, she's just a salt-of-the-earth type of person who would really advocate for Britney. So I feel like her dad needed to get her out of the way because she posed as, like, an obstacle for him. Um, And I think that really speaks volumes. So I think this is a really tough question, the next one that I'm going to ask. Do you think at any point, thinking back to 2008, that this conservatorship was actually a good thing for Britney? That's a really tough question because at the end of the day, Kat, we do not have all the details of the medical records Mm -hmm. from that initial time period. And that's the big question mark that remains is like, okay, sure, we saw a woman shave her head. We saw someone beat up a car with an umbrella. We saw her get 5150 all of these things, if they, if any of these three things happened to Kanye West, he would have 100% not be in a conservatorship. Yep. Okay. We don't know what the medical records say. If she's, there's so many rumors. She's bipolar. She's schizophrenic. She has multiple personality disorder. I mean, it goes on and on. At the end of the day, I think what happened here was this was a girl who was nursing two children, both under the age of two years old, dealing with a divorce, dealing with the paparazzi, um, not only hounding her outside of her home, shooting, taking, taking long, long lens shots of her in her backyard 
following her in her car, following her to the nightclub. Everywhere she went, this woman was photographed, and every mistake she made was broadcast to the world as if it was a movie playing out in front of our eyes, when that wasn't happening to a lot of other people. I mean, even the only people I think who come close to getting the amount of paparazzi that Britney got at her peak are the Kardashians. Mm. And you see crazy photos of Kim in Paris or Kylie, like in Los Angeles, you know, with, you know, 10 to 15 paparazzi on them, which is horrible. There are photos of Britney Spears in her car with hundreds of paparazzi around her at a green light. And she literally can't do anything but run them over to get out. It's a lot. And I, I just think there's so many things here that a lot of us don't even understand you don't even know how to like fully digest because we've never been in that situation. So my gut has been telling me since day one that a conservatorship was not necessary mm-hmm. and that it was a little bit um, overly aggressive. And I do think that they lied to her, telling her that it was going to be temporary for a few months in the beginning. And, oh, just work. And, you know, like, we'll do the circus and we'll we'll fix your public image and we'll make all this money. And then you'll be out at the end of the circus tour. I think it was a lie from day one. I think they knew what they were doing. I think that Hulu documentary was named perfectly framing Britney Spears. And I feel like they've been framing her since day one. Totally. Right. Back to that documentary, they said that she met, like, with her attorney in the Beverly Hilton for lunch. And they basically said, if you do this, then you have a better chance of getting your kids back like they dangled her kids in front of her essentially that's what happened just to get her to get into it knowing that this is again going to be a money train for them for a really long time but I do think back to 2008 when they had like choppers circling her house that night when they did bring her into Cedar sinai for the 5150 hold I see that as a woman who had just given birth she was probably postpartum like she was just a mom having a meltdown which happens so commonly I think yes it was great that she got help and maybe she needed to go to the hospital but to me you get help you talk to the right people you go to the hospital you get therapy and then you get better you get better yeah like why is it that she has to stay stuck in 2008 like no one on earth is forced to be in a situation where they can't better themselves because they're being forced to live in the past like she is able to articulate herself she spoke completely well she was totally lucid to me that does not scream someone with dementia related illness it just doesn't no way yeah no way um you know i've seen a majority of people are on you know hashtag great britney side right but there are some people i've seen on the internet who you know bring up the point of like you know we don't know both sides of the story um we don't really know what's going on with her and they mentioned that britney in the testimony sounded unhinged or she her emotions were all over the place or she sounded really scared like someone whose brain was fried Mm. and i was just like that is so so rude i'm sorry it's, it's so rude and it's like listen did she sound nervous? Absolutely. Did she go back and forth from angry to sad? 100%. But the number one emotion I personally was hearing underlying those emotions and the confidence and the strength and the courage, though, was a a sense of desperation, and not in a negative way, but in a way of being like, I know the whole world's listening. This may be my one shot to get this information out there i'm going for it and if that's a lot of pressure you're like i have 13 years worth of things that i want to say in 20 minutes in a room by the way that's full of all the people you're accusing that you're looking at it's a lot really 
really nerve-wracking. And as someone who is conflict-averse, I would be sounding nervous in that situation. I would be sounding way more rattled and flustered than she did. So I think people really need to look at this situation for her. And while, yes, we do need to understand and be aware of the fact that there are two sides to every story, we need to treat this with empathy first and foremost that this is someone who has been essentially a princess in a castle and um she made it very clear this this conservatorship is doing more harm than good and the whole point of this arrangement was to help her and get her better so if someone is stating to you this is doing more harm to me case closed case closed make the changes exactly a a thousand percent it's just it was so emotional i believed every single word that she said the amount of courage that it took her to state these things to a room of people that are their judges, their attorneys, they, their doctors, you know, that is really scary. Anybody would have anxiety. And let us not forget, they already put her on lithium against her will. Like who knows what else she's even on? Who knows what else they're forcing her to take? What else is in her body, right? She already told everybody that she has an IUD in her against her will. I mean, it's just blasphemy at this point, like an egregious abuse of her human rights is like a person and there are people who probably need a conservatorship but in my opinion britney spears is just not one of them i agree and there are there's this drug abuse that they've been putting her on whether it be lithium or whatever this has been going on since day one if you really look at the timeline right when she was in circus 2008 she was sad but she was britney still you know it really wasn't until like femme fatale x-factor time period where she started becoming like robo brit right and she was really out of it all the time and they they were giving her those weird blowouts at the time and she's like (laughs) a weird stylist and like it literally looked like a clone 28 years old they were dressing her like she was 50 and she was she couldn't answer any questions and then she went to vegas and things got better and she got more normal and then i mean there was there's the whole britney jean fiasco which i mean yeah well that's the Ashley O of it all. But right, that's exactly. A different story for a different day. <laughs> and then, you know, we've got the Glory album where she was fit and she was totally coherent. She was almost like old Britney as far as like personality. Her interviews were great. She was, um, she was just there a hundred percent. And for me, I remember just being around Glory being like, why is this conservatorship still happening? This is, she's fully working. She's fully loose and she's fully talking. I mean, she sounds more coherent than I do half the time. Yeah. Like, I'm so confused. It's true. She had that sparkle again. And if you think back to when she started, like she was just like the cutest, most charismatic, innocent, bubbly girl. And I feel like they have drained her of so much emotionally, physically. Like what are they expecting to show up to court? She's been through hell and back. She's exposing the darkest secrets of her life. Do they want her to show up like with a smile and sound like optimistic? Like I just don't understand what people are expecting of her and we just touched on the medication that is clearly affecting the way she speaks and how she appears she admitted it herself she feels like she she's drunk when she's on this medication and she wanted to get off of it and they're forcing her to take this and then you have the people who say like oh wow she's appearing off like yeah you think and another piece of her testimony that like really hurt me was when she said she was looking at the fingernails of her maids and her housekeepers and the chef or whoever was in and out of the house to see that they had nail polish on because she said her family and the conservators told her that 
nail salons weren't open. You couldn't get anything done. Now, this is like the mind games that these people, her own family, what they went through just to deceive her, like to keep her oblivious. Oblivious. And, you know, we, we uh, it, it's insane. Like she has gotten so much heat over the past two years for her appearance on her Instagram. Your hair is never brushed. Mm. Your makeup's always a mess. Your nails are always janky. Why are your clothes like from Target 2001 collection? Like all these things. And she made it very clear in that testimony. Like my family's been telling me I can't go to the spa. They're telling me spas are closed. They won't make nail appointments for me. They won't make hair appointments for me. This is essentially like someone, if if we look at her as if she's someone's pet, a neglected pet, who the person is not taking this pet to the groomer. They're not taking them out. It's just a shaggy dog. And they're putting these videos of her on the internet with who knows which, how, how much of the captions are her and how much of them are someone else. And it, again, goes back to that framing Britney Spears. Yes. They're making her look to the public like, look, she's disheveled. She's yes. crazy. Look at these weird dances. Little did we know that they've been telling her, you can't get your nails done. You can't get your hair done. Right. That is such a good point. I did it's, not think about that until this second, Mike. It's cruel. It's so cruel. And you know how she does those weird Q&As sometimes? Yeah. Where it's like, the my fake. fans have been asking me what my favorite color is. Right. You know? <laughs> What's my favorite There's, holiday? No one's asking that. No one's asking that. But I did think that's interesting. And this one has stuck out to me for so long as she has said in one of them, what's my biggest dream? My biggest dream is to have a closet full of designer clothes. Oh, my God. You know for a fact that there is no way that designers have not sent packages to Britney, just like they sent to Beyonce, just like they sent to Selena Gomez, uh, you know, like... Like, of course. Rihanna, Rihanna Savage X Fenty has definitely tried to send Britney Spears a box, and it has been sent back. Of course. 100%. Ugh, this God. poor girl is on a $2,000 a week allowance. Oh, my God. And her daddy's like, you can go to Target clearance section, and those are your clothes. Yeah, literally. You can shop a I truly think the glow-up that this woman is going to get when she gets out of this, this thing. conservatorship is going to be next level. Major. Major. Yep. I mean, listen, all I care about is if we're going to be talking about that and the appearance and everything, Paris Hilton, give her your glam squad. Give her your Why glam not? squad because you look perfect all the time. <laughs> of course. I feel like so many celebrities would step up, though. Like, Cher has spoken out. Like, people have her back, even in the industry. So, like, at this point, it's just getting past the gatekeepers. It's getting past the gatekeepers. Now, something that I've, I, I, I have this, it's not a theory, but I just have questions. The one person who is on her side is the boyfriend. Right. Sam Asgari. Sam Asgari. We love Sam Asgari. I would think that Sam Asgari has definitely gotten some interesting DMs. I'd say so. Uh, right? Like, yeah. If you're a celebrity and you want to help, and you know there's no manager to go do, there's no publicist to go to, there's no agent to go to, there's no, you can't get through the conservatorship wall, what's your only way in? Because we know she doesn't have a phone number either. Mm. The only way in is through Sam Asgari. Yes. That's a good I want to know, I, I just feel like there's something there that has yet to be kind of touched. And I want to know who's who's reached out to Sam Asgari and offered help and that, and why hasn't that gone anywhere right that's true and I think that's like a really hot topic because a lot of people don't trust him I happen to really like him I feel like he's genuine they're cute together like they're both quirky that's their thing and I just like I don't think that he's a plant or whatever people are saying I think he's cute and genuine and I think he's a good thing for her overall but if he decided 
to extend an olive branch and answer one of these DMs, then he's out. He is no longer on the inner circle of trust. For him, he's just going to have to play his cards right if he knows what's good for him. Right. He has to play his cards right, which is a a crazy place to be. And we know he's 100% under some sort of NDA, which he's been really walking the line of kind of like breaking that a few times. Yeah. Um, Calling the father a dick, saying, you know, he's controlling, you know, wearing the free Britney shirt on Instagram. Like, He's definitely um, ruffling feathers on the conservatorship team, for sure. Um, But to your point, he definitely, I'm sure, needs to make each decision carefully. Because, you know, to your point, like, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's good. He seems sweet. Um, If he wanted to use her and her name, I think he'd be getting better roles than a two-second cameo in, like a show that people aren't watching, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he'd be, like, making a bit more moves. Um, So I don't think he's there to use her for clout. Me either. Um, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that he hasn't hasn't gotten some interesting messages. That's true. Um, I think once she's out of this, it will be interesting to see what happens from here with the two of them. My last question to you is the way they left it at the last hearing, now that we're talking about like next steps, the judge didn't really like lay out a plan or next steps for Brittany. Um, And I feel like she didn't really address her concerns more than thank you for your bravery and courage or whatever. Um, So here's a loaded question for you. What do you think happens next in terms of, one, her legal representation and her petition to end this conservatorship for real this time? Um, So I think the judge in that moment, um, while it wasn't ideal that she didn't lay out any next steps, that was a really heavy testimony. Um, one that also included some accusations and allegations against the judge for not listening in the past. Brittany claimed that she's told her this all already and she did nothing. I think there's a lot of let's cover our ass going on across the board with a lot of different players in this situation, um, including the judge. I think next steps, now that we've got Ingham out, now that we've got Larry Rudolph out, right? Yeah, Um, I think Brittany gets her own attorney. That would be ideal. Now, if the judge gives her another court-appointed attorney, I think that's going to be a curveball. A lot of people are really hoping doesn't happen, but I think that's that's going to say a lot of where the judge stands in this. There's already a lot of um, speculation that she's also on payroll, which I would really love to believe is not the case. Um, But I think, yeah, next step is Brittany gets her attorney. If it was me, this is what I would do. This is what I would suggest. Okay. The judge, Judge Penny, lets Brittany choose her own attorney, right? From there, they try to say, we want Jody Montgomery to be the full-time conservator of the person with Jamie Spears moving off the conservatorship, right? Right. Then let's say in a perfect world that actually happens. Jamie's out. Right. right now we have no one over the finances though because the bank hopefully then this jody woman can then fully be the advocate that we need to then be the person to say i think we can terminate the conservatorship she needs jamie spears needs to be gone because he is the one who is holding this whole thing down like he is the anchor of the situation and now that we have the corrupt lawyer gone and the corrupt manager gone okay the bank dipped out because they said we were told by sam ingham that this was voluntary Voluntary. we didn't know it Mm -hmm. and so they're like we're out because we were lied to and britney doesn't want this and so we're not going to do this she doesn't want it she wants to own her money let her have it that's the right thing for the bank to do so if we can eliminate jamie spears from this 
and then there's like Jody like have a few months as the conservator and then her go through her legal team being like my conservative doesn't need this anymore jody montgomery comes out unscathed she's the hero she sets britney free with the new lawyer and then britney comes out and fucking gets a bazooka and starts suing everyone everyone i just don't want to get ahead of myself but this conversation is exciting me and i'm like so hopeful that all the cards fall into place and i'm about to hop on a plane to california just so i can sit outside the courthouse for this next hearing on july 14th it's just so much it's all consuming at this point there's a lot of public pressure on judge penny who's obviously the judge on the case and i feel like even as a woman she should really take this testimony even more seriously how would she feel and i don't know i just think if they give her the right to choose her own counsel that will be a very good indication as to which direction this is gonna go either they're letting her do her thing and kind of seeing that she's competent enough to do so or they're going the other direction so i hope it goes in the direction of her being able to free herself of this truly the fact that she stated her case she spoke on her wants and her desires and what makes her unhappy and also offered up a solution um, to the problem, which which is honestly a clear indication that cognitively she's doing well and that should be enough. She doesn't have dementia-related illness. She's not drooling on herself. She is absolutely positively capable of running her own life. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, someone definitely deserves to get sued in this situation. I think, you know, after all the bombshell allegations, obviously on July 14th, the conservatorship side is going to come with... I'm sure a plethora of documents from the past 13 years that, you know, work into the whole framing of her kind of situation that are going to be like, okay, well, here's, you know, here's a medical record that she's incompetent. Here's this, here's, I mean, it's going, it's about to get ugly next week for sure, for sure. But Okay, so say they do try and pull out the medical records card, which is very probable because that's the only leg they have to stand on at this point. Regardless what the paper says, she showed us that she was able to speak well formulate sentences, articulate her thoughts perfectly, express her wants and needs. So if they still want to keep her in this conservatorship, they're going to need to find a new reason, a new citation to keep her in this. Obviously, it's not dementia-related illness. I mean, at this point, come on, this that's it's just so ridiculous, really. Just, I'm honestly, I'm praying. I am praying for her. I'm praying just for the humanity in this judge, in the temporary conservator it would just be such a good look for judge penny if she's the judge who set Brittany free totally. i mean that is a career defining moment like not to not to sound ridiculous but no. it really would be it would um, be now okay can we fantasize for a moment okay fantasizing okay Brittany gets free okay do what do you want from that Brittany's out jamie's in jail do we want another Britney album do we or do, no no not do we want do we think Britney would want to do another album to be honest I don't know because I feel like she hasn't even though she hasn't worked like she hasn't had the chance to just be free like literally live her own life on her own terms do what she wants to do without any like I don't know but I know she's also said in her past like in in her documentaries that work is what keeps her going and makes her happy and that's her purpose in life so it could really go either way I don't know if she throws herself into another album that's like totally her all the way or she's just gonna like do her own thing 
I know Larry Rudolph said that she was planning to retire. I don't know if he was just saying that in an attempt to smear her name on the way out so nobody works with her in the future like a silent sabotage because he's pissed that she's basically throwing him under the bus with the rest of the cockroaches. But if she does plan on retiring, I wouldn't be shocked, really, just because she's been denied so much all this time. 100% agree. Like, I'm I'm down for whatever she wants, right? At the end of the day, I think we all just want her to be happy. She has given us so much. She has given us so much. more than, than most artists can ever fathom giving their fan base, right? So if Britney wants to retire, great. Go live your life. Please, go get a bungalow in Hawaii or Maui or right. wherever. Right. Live your life. <laughs> become an art teacher. Like, whatever. Whatever. Like, so down for it. Now... On the flip side, exactly what you said, Brittany, has said many times over the years, even before the conservatorship work is what keeps me going. I love what I do. I love performing, dancing, singing. I think if she's given us anything over the years, it's that she really like, likes to have control. I think she wants to give us an album. Oh, my God. I think she, I think she would give us the ultimate like Britney album of us as far as her story is concerned. Um, and I think we'll, if, if, we're, if we do get an album, if we are that fortunate, I only think we've got one more left. And I think the retiring's after that. Like the for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think if anything, it's just kind of like, here, let me go out on top. Exactly. Not as a victim. Her she doesn't most... like to be a victim. Right. Um, but I think, you know, I think there's a lot there for her. I mean, she has spent so much money and lost so much money throughout this scheme of a conservatorship over these past 13 years that I would love to see her do nothing more than to come out, remake all that money and then go able go be able to live her life with that money herself. Give us the album. Give us the tour. Do the tell-all book. Do the Oprah sit-down. And you know what? Honestly, sell the rights to your story to, like, an Oscar-winning director. Oh, my gosh. Get, do the movie. Win the Oscar. And be like, peace, bitches. Exactly. It's Britney, bitch. I... And I'm gone. <laughs> Yeah, that is like the defining line of this entire podcast today. I really, I hope for the same thing. And like they said, they said she's spending like $3 million a year on this conservatorship paying people and she has no control. It's just going. Like by, by in 10 years from now, if this was still to go, she would literally be broke. Well, yeah. I mean, she had what? Before the conservator, there's so much like messed up information on the finance, uh, on, on, on her, her net worth. Because there was a point in time where she was worth like two to three hundred million dollars. Right. And then the conservatorship happened and they were like she was broke. Yeah, right. But now she's worth sixty million, but Six. then she's saying the money's gone missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think money's been stolen. There's no reason that she would be worth only $60 million. Exactly. After all the albums, the shows, like everything that she's done, like royalties, it's just there's no way. And with the lifestyle that she lives, like private jets, like mansions, whatever, employing all these people, that $60 million is going to go. Like it's going to be – she'll end up with nothing, and that's when we'll really see a problem. If they really want and want to look out for her best interest, they better end this before this girl ends up with literally nothing, nothing at well, all. I- I, I, I think that kind of the goal, though, for them yeah. is we leech and suck your bank account dry because then it's in our bank account. And once there's nothing left to suck, you can be free. Yeah. We've taken you for everything, truly everything you have. You're just a shell of a human at this point. Oh no money, no soul. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really sad. And that's why I think it's imperative that 
we that th- th- this changes now and she gets out because she still has 60 million dollars she can live on 60 million dollars for the rest of her life totally no problem I, I i think she could make quickly another 60 million i think she could make very quickly i mean if we think about her original pepsi sponsorship from the early 2000s that was a 50 million dollar global deal the x factor was 15 million dollars i mean yeah. britney spears brings in huge checks huge money huge checks her first album alone sold more than and this is not shade but it sold more than beyonce's entire discography yeah like britney makes money and that's why this conservatorship for the leeches is it it needs to stay intact but she's not working and that was the best move she could have ever done was to go on the work hiatus because now the only money that comes in is royalty money yeah that is so true. I mean, I thought about that, and it's just like she's not working. The bills are higher than ever. Something is going to fall from the bottom here. Like, all these people are only going to get so much for so long. She's not working. This isn't going to go anywhere. I would absolutely love for her to come out with another album. Like, actually, my life would be made, and I feel like this would be her most authentic work yet. She doesn't have to answer to anybody. It can be truly, authentically her. She has ample material over the last 30 years for inspiration of her songs and like you said just have her go out on top recoup your funds come out with a bomb album and then do your thing go live in Hawaii with your kids and your boyfriend and be happy and I hope she countersues to recoup all of her major losses it is so unfair she has no say there are other people spending the money that she earned and it's dwindling before her very eyes. Let's be real. Yes, Bessemer Trust is a wealth management place. Like they manage money. But all these celebrities have like accountants and wealth management finance companies that manage their money. You don't need a conservatorship to do that. Very wealthy people have these corporations manage their money to make smart decisions with it. So it grows. So I don't like that whole argument that, oh, well, she's not capable of handling her finances. She's not going to be handling it either way. Yeah, you think Kim Kardashian is counting her bills? Like, right. No. Balancing a checkbook. Oh my god. Not like, happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, here's the other thing. Um, I think Britney has learned her lesson. I really do. I think that she is going to come out of this, and if she is set free, it is everything is going to be played by the book. Like she's going to get, you know, the best wealth management company, the best attorneys. It's going to be the best of everything, which is also going to be, you know, expensive for her. But we all know that if she gets out of this, the world is going to be waiting, or not the world, but the media is going to be waiting for that first mistake. Britney Spears out, you know, you know, driving a car and, you know, ran a stop sign. Oh, no, she should still be in the conservatorship. They made a mistake. You know, like, I can see the headlines already. Yeah. It's, it's all really unfair. So I think she's going to be on her best behavior. I think she's going to make a lot of choices. And I truly do think we are going to get a phoenix rising from the ashes moment out of her. Yes. Um, oh, my God, please. We just, we always got to remember, like, she might be a nice, sweet little Southern belle. But at the end of the day, it's Britney, bitch. She's like, a she, boss, bitch. Always she's has a boss been. Bitch. We cannot underestimate her power. Honestly, I am so excited for this next earring. I'm only putting positive vibes into the universe for her, and I think the cards are falling into place. Bessemer backing out because they're basically saying it's unethical that their views don't align with what they're trying to do after Britney spoke out. So the pieces are really falling into place. So I'm trying to stay optimistic. I truly would be shocked if this went the other way the only way this would go the other way is if i mean they drop some wild like medical paperwork Mm. i mean i don't even know what that would look like to justify this 
because we've seen her so coherent for so long that I'd be like, wow, you guys have maybe been the best conservators of all time because you smoke and mirror the hell out of this and she's apparently been a lunatic the whole time. You know, like, that's the only thing that I can think that could justify this is that, like, she is a total lunatic and, you know, is, you know, suicidal, like, just the worst. Like, the absolute worst that could be is the only thing for me that would justify yeah this at this point it's just kind of like you guys better you guys better have the receipts because this is a money scheme yeah oh totally (laughs) and even like god forbid she is suicidal or like has okay fine i'm not even denying that that's a possibility i'm sure that's the case but there are so many people that struggle with mental health like who i almost feel like who doesn't at some times in in their life at some point in their life people go through it like does it warrant this conservatorship that she's in that there's no getting out it's not revisited every year it's you're in this until the end i just feel like until it's until the end yeah like so it's a scheme because how many celebrities over the past six years since the conversation of mental health has changed have come out and been like, I'm bipolar, I'm schizophrenic, I struggle with mental health. I mean, top of mind is obviously Demi Lovato, Selena yeah. Gomez, Mariah Carey. They've all talked about it. If Britney had something, why wouldn't her team just pump out one of those stories with right. her doing the People magazine cover story yes i have bipolar and uh and i want to release my story to help other people who have it like why has that never happened yeah it's never happened because she doesn't have it i just got chills point of in the testimony is like a lot of the pushback she gets is like it's about your image it's about your image at this point britney spears image is not great no it's really not and it's sad that that Sometimes when these stars go through personal turmoil, their name becomes synonymous with the drama and not all the great things they've contributed to the world. And that's what breaks my heart because she's given us so much. Like for me, she's like an inspiration. When I think of her name, I don't think about like the crazy hair. I don't think about like... No way. No, like she's a fucking boss. Like, sorry, Britney Spears has changed the game. She is literally, she is pop music. She's exemplified what it's like for all she's these the other... She is. Like, like, like I was so mad. Sorry to anyone who's listening that like loves Dua Lipa. And I think she's great, whatever. But like a lot of people were comparing her to Britney and I was like, the audacity. The audacity. Like, she She's great, but, like, I don't know of any other female pop artist that even, like, comes close to this day. I don't. Yeah, and I mean, you and I were very fortunate to, like, live in that time period when every record label was making a clone of Britney. Yeah. And they were all trying to get their own Britney, and no one has been able to recreate what she did. And that is because she is one of a kind. People are always like, I, I saw something the other day that said Billie Eilish is the next Britney Spears, which mm. I was like the biggest eye roll ever. Oh, God. But, um, and we love Billie, but like two different things. Yeah. Um, and same with Dua Lipa. Love Dua Lipa. Favorite album of last year. Yeah, really me too. I think she's great. But is she the next Britney Spears? No. No, because there isn't another Britney Spears. That's like saying, and we love these people as well, Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber are the next Michael Jackson. Mm. There is another next Michael Jackson. There's one Michael Jackson. And, you know, Britney Spears, sadly, has become what Michael Jackson was to our generation. Like, we got the tail end of his you know, career, but for for us growing up, Michael Jackson was a tabloid figure who was always in court. And that's what Britney Spears is, is for Gen Z. 
she's that celebrity who has like some really good songs from 20 years ago that your mom and dad listened to but she's always in court right. you know that sucks that really does suck but I think it's the time is coming for that to change and the awareness is so great now and I think this whole thing is highlighting the conservatorship abuse that is going on in this country too that people can take a closer look at um this could help one other person then what she's doing is worth it so I think we just need to stay tuned and hope for the best I completely agree um I don't know if you remember this, but in and not this is this is me being completely serious, by the way. Okay. In, Legal, in Legally Blonde Two. Yes. Okay. When Bruiser Woods was, you know, there was all that animal cruelty, and in the end, they were able to get like a Bruiser Bill. Oh my I God, really yes. do hope that at the end of this all, Britney gets her Britney Bill, oh. which really, you know, helps end conservatorship abuse because that is the larger issue here. Is that you know she, as as horrible as this nightmare is, she is fortunate enough to have the the worldwide recognition that puts the huge microscope on this issue that so many other folks who are being abused in this kind of arrangement don't have and they're just stuck with it that I really hope that um, you know we we can help change this and make a movement that ultimately results in something like a Britney bill that protects these individuals you know I think that would be the icing on the cake of this whole situation. Okay, wow. I don't even know how to top what you just said, but I love that for us. And when I say us, I mean all the Free Britney fans, people in the movement. That is the perfect note to end this podcast on. Absolutely nothing sounds better than that. That is the perfect next step. Britney Bill, that's, that is what I hope the next step is here. End game. I mean, that's it for me. You are a thousand percent right, Mike, and I'm so glad that you were able to lend your insight. You're just so knowledgeable on all this, and like it's so heartfelt, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, spending this time talking about the best in the biz, and thank you again for all this. I'm I'm probably just going to have to stop the show because you're ten times better than I am. No. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. This has been last you know i have been talking about this to anyone and everyone who will listen to me yes. over the past two weeks Same. i know me you, me and you have been dming about it nonstop. um so i'm glad we were able to kind of just like get on the line and chat and hopefully you know i would love or i hope that you get some good feedback from your listeners and you know hear what they have to say you know there's so many opinions around this thing and i think the more we speak about it the the just better chance she has of getting out of this thing and Ultimately, that would result in so many lives, you know, being saved from abuse like this. Changed, exactly. Like, this is not just pop drama. This, These are real issues going on. And the more people talking about it, politicians, outside the music industry, this is garnering the right attention in the right places. And I'm really proud of this Free Britney movement. I know me and you are a big part of it, a major part of it. And I hope we keep the momentum. And I guess we'll just see what's next for her. But... I, I, Absolutely. I'm very optimistic at this point. Me too. And you know what? Once she gets free, you and I should do a part two. We're doing it, okay? We're this doing is, it. This, this is our declaration on July 7th, 2021. It's 8, 12 p.m. in New York right now. I don't know what it is in California time. If this works out, part two is totally happening. It's coming. It's coming. It might not come within the next few months, but it will happen. It will. We Let's are, put the vibes. Positive, so. positive vibes. Um, thanks again, Kat. This was a, a blast. Mike, thank you so much. 
So yeah, now it's going to be pretty much impossible to start where he left off because that was just so much information to retain. Um, but it was all so on point and I love that there are other people that are sharing the same sentiments. They are coming out in droves and we are all mad. We are angry. Britney Spears painted a portrait of a dystopian nightmare and it took so much courage to come out and come forward with her truth in court. So to end this podcast today, I really wanted to actually thank Britney Spears for discussing the incredibly intimate and traumatizing details of this horrendous conservatorship that she's been under for the last 13 years. And I can only imagine that reliving these horrors that she has endured comes with a lot of pain and anguish and repressed emotion. What we saw through that testimony was only 15 minutes of the last 13 years of her life. So it's just such a sad situation. And to me and to Mike and to everyone in the Free Britney movement, it is so abundantly clear that not only is Britney incredibly loose and cognitively healthy. She probably has a better handle on the situation than half of the people do in that courtroom. And the examples that she gave were complete blatant examples of conservatorship abuse. So her wishes are simple and clear that this money train must come to an end. I don't want to listen to another testimony like that. It hurts. It's painful as a Britney fan to sit back and feel so helpless when you're watching this person that you idolize and has given so much good to the world get extorted and abused and I was blown away by her clear and concise thoughts that were articulated perfectly and while Brittany is duly aware that she probably needs medication and a little therapy her perception of reality seems to be 100% on point. And if we're really going to go there, so does probably 80% of the human population. And nobody is micromanaging their lives. So I hope she feels the energy and hears the noise. I hope we come out on the other side of this. I hope in a few months from now, we're going to have something better to talk about. She deserves nothing less. I also am going to be switching the song for the outro of this podcast today to something a little more appropriate. So if you want to talk further about this, feel free to DM me, like, and subscribe. And always remember, free Britney, bitch. You want a hot body? You want a good body? You want a body? You better work, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? Sit in martinis. Look hot in a bikini. You better work, bitch.